the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And we see every day, every hour, the need for people to uh, step up and fulfill the obligations of that most important political office. If you want little things like freedom, country, borders, you know, constitution, little, little, little things like that. Uh, my my guest host this week is Agnes Gibney, and Agnes is a member of the Residency Party Patriots. We're proud to claim her there. Her path to uh, political activism is, is both tragic and involuntary when her son was murdered by a previously deported illegal alien. And not only did she have the loss of your son, which would be horrific in, under any circumstances, but she n- knows that if the politicians had only enforced America's immigration laws, her son would be alive today. And Agnes, um, you know, we've seen the disaster over in Afghanistan. We see the permademic rolling on and use, being used as a, a way to suppress freedom and force try to force this uh, so-called vaccine on people. That we kind of lost track of what's happening at the border, and disaster is not quite the right word for it because disaster you talk about as like a hurricane or an earthquake, usually something that's outside human control, when this is absolutely conscious, deliberate policy. Correct. And you have, uh, right, you have, you've arranged a guest for us who has firsthand knowledge of what's happening on the border and the areas leading away from the border. Why don't you introduce our special guest? It is my uh, thank you, Greg. It is my honor to introduce uh, someone that I call a friend, and I had the privilege of meeting in D.C. several times, including in the White House with President Trump, Sheriff A.J. Andy Lauterbach. He is from Jackson County, Texas. He's the president of Texas Sheriff Regional Alliance, 40-plus years in law enforcement. Thank you, all law enforcement members. Your lives matter. Have been in the arena for a very long time. Our national profile has a national profile, has been in the arena, and great knowledge and experience on border security, has been in countless panels, a tremendous asset and a wealth of information about the border issues. And unfortunately, like you said, now the 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 border crisis has been ignored. They are still pouring into our country because the focus is on this disaster that Biden created with Afghanistan. Welcome, Andy. A pleasure to have you. Pleasure. Thank you for those for those kind words, <clears throat> and thank all of you for um, for bringing me on board here for a. For a short uh, informational here, and I, and I will say um, that uh, Mr. Britton, uh, th- this is a disaster. It is, uh, it is an intentional disaster. Pointed out, and it's shocking. Uh, I under- I hope that the American public 
uh, has an understanding um, or can at least start uh, getting the correct message about uh, the strategy that the federal government here in the United States has, has perpetuated upon the American public. The media has been in, has been involved with Afghanistan, as they should be, uh, and we have not been ignored, though. We still have a tremendous amount, a shocking amount of, uh, of illegal immigration and bad policy uh, effects here in Texas and across the United States. So um, these things are going on every day. Uh, I speak every day to someone about uh, our border security and our national immigration policies under the Biden administration, which are very carefully orchestrated and planned to, and are achieving exactly what they intended to achieve. And this is why you will see no change, uh, very little. In fact, we had a federal judge, Matthew Kretzmer in Amarillo, uh, order and went all the way to the Supreme Court and lost 6-3 almost three weeks ago uh, and ordered the Biden administration to reinstate the uh, part of the MPP program, migrant protection protocols, on Remain in Mexico. As of today, none of those things, no, no policy changes are, are put in effect by the Biden yeah, the uh... direct. This is directly from uh, personnel in the RGB sector, Rio Grande Valley sector, reporting that there are no policy changes whatsoever from that from that recent ruling from a federal judge, upheld by the U.S. So Supreme Court, as you mentioned. Absolutely, absolutely, and this is just one of several that our Texas AG uh, Ken Paxton uh, has, has successfully filed. Against the uh, against the Biden administration, he's got seven lawsuits now, uh, and so it's it's uh, we have a very active process here in Texas where uh, our AG is doing the best he can to protect Texas and therefore really the rest of the United States as we are a gateway state for a huge portion of the uh, of the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people who are coming into the country. We have the we have a portion. It's important for Americans to understand that we have a known portion, and we also have an unknown portion of Godaways. And so uh, the real number uh, is, is the known number is actually much higher uh, than even what is put in. So if we're 200,000 a month, then is, is that actually 400,000 or is it 500,000? So, or is it 250,000? So, it, you know, it's, it's, um, it's a huge amount of people uh, I'll touch on some things later, but uh, Roger Agnes, if y'all have any questions here or some areas you'd like me to go into, I certainly will. Let's follow up on that on that court case. Uh, if they're disobeying the court's order, has has Attorney General Paxton gone back in to seek to hold the federal government in contempt? They will, uh, and certainly intend to do that. It hasn't occurred yet, though. But the and, uh, and, uh, interesting correlation to that is the Flores Act, of which uh, Border Patrol has been required to follow, even during the Trump administration. If you'll recall, the Flores Act, the federal judge, who mandated that only 20 days for something had to be done with the unaccompanied minors. Uh, so that has been followed to the letter of that particular ruling uh, by uh, every administration, including the Obama administration. And the Biden, the, uh, the Biden administration is, is abiding by that also. So, you know, with, with another federal judge's ruling of reinstatement uh, of the MPPs and remain in Mexico, 
uh, we'll, we'll see just how long that they're able to extend this uh, non-movement by the federal government. So it's in- interesting to watch. Very, very key part of, of uh, observation on the, on the lawlessness or the, the object um, ability for the federal government to stall out on a federal judge's ruling. Yeah, if I was the judge, I would I would issue an OSC rate contempt and direct that the secretaries of Homeland Security and the Attorney General of the United States show be present in my courtroom to show cause why they should not be held in contempt. Oh, I, I'm total agreement. I'm in total agreement. But it, it just it just points a finger in one of the is is total lawlessness. Uh, I mean, I, I uh, not not following federal law is it's just a small portion of, of of what this administration is doing and is capable of. The funny thing is, is it's not totally. They, they when when they like the law, <laughs> they will scrupulously follow the Flores decision because that serves their interests. If they don't like the law, they don't like the court ruling, they ignore it. Mm-hmm. And there's Understood. no Understood. and there's no repercussion. So how is this affecting your county? Are, they, are, they, are the illegal aliens ending up in your county? Are they just passing through or some combination? Geographically, we sit on, the, on, a, on a major corridor into Harris County, which uh, has, um, uh, gosh, they've been tabbed numerous times as the number one human trafficking hub in the United States. And it's, of course, a huge narcotics hub uh, for the United States. So we sit on that pathway as, as narcotics and humans come. In each of our counties here, and, and again, as I'm going to reiterate, that this is a disaster because Texas, our Texas governor, Greg Abbott, filed uh, a disaster declaration. And in Jackson County also filed a disaster declaration on, uh, on this situation. So we're, we're, uh, we're in a disaster. We're in a declared disaster in the state of Texas. Uh, our governor, Greg Abbott, has, has done an outstanding job <clears throat> really stepping out where a lot of judges have, have not uh, – a lot of governors have not gone, um, you know, in, in previous administrations. So we have, a, we have an outstanding governor who's doing things that have never been done before uh, in the history of border security. So with an additional fence, us filing criminal uh, trespass cases – of which Jackson County has been a part of that. Um, we've also been <clears throat> subject to the, <laughs> the the COVID issue, which is 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 huge on uh, on non-testing. Uh, just talked to a lady, um, uh, her husband that just told me she was on a flight to D.C. last night out of Houston, and the plane was had a putrid odor of of, uh, of just unbathed humans. It was full yes. of what she determined were. Uh, were uh, illegal aliens so you know it's it's um, untested um, it's, it's affected our jails it's affected every operation here uh, in Texas and every law enforcement uh, uh, agency has been affected by this and, and across the nation we're, we're seeing the results of, of this uh, of, of the shocking behavior of this administration and, and I, you know some of the things I usually try and point out, the American public is you're looking at, at at an unbelievable cost to to the United States on this. Um, it's billions of dollars. One in five illegal aliens in, in our jails and prisons is an illegal alien. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, our un- unaccompanied minors cost. Our, you know, our, we're not guarding the border at all. I mean, that's not what's happening now. Um, 
you know, who's, who's, uh, I mean, this, this is a national security issue. The Department of Homeland Security is in charge of this. Alejandro Mayorkas, who's uh, long been associated with this issue. I don't even recognize the man today because he was the second in command under uh, President Obama and Jay Johnson as a DHS director at the time. <clears throat> and border security was much different under that under that administration than we have under the Biden administration. So it's it's a it is uh, the worst train wreck uh, that that the United States has, has ever seen and ever had to endure uh, this uh, this type of behavior from the federal government. And then yeah. you uh, go ahead, go ahead, Agnes. Yeah, I had a question uh, for you. Have you or any border patrol <laughs> officials been invited to the White House to discuss this issue, this crisis at the border? Well. According to Biden, it's not a crisis, but has any of you been invited to the White House? Because I know President Trump always invited you guys, had all your inputs and expertise. Has this administration invited you? <laughs> Thanks, laugh track. <laughs> Let's have a good laugh. In fact, if I may say, I'm wearing this proudly today, a T-shirt that says, Biden, the first fake president. So... <laughs> Well, understood, understood. And, and no, this, um, <clears throat> we don't speak the same language, uh, this, this administration. This is uh, <clears throat> inviting law enforcement or someone like myself um, to the White House would, would, uh, would not fit the narrative. Uh, and, and I'm not sure that I would be able to go and stomach the, from the, uh, just the, the complete uh, rendering of meaningless law. I mean, law is meaningless to this, to this administration. Uh, they're going to find a way around it. They're going to they're find a way to policy it out. They're going to find a way to to do what they want to do, no matter what anybody says, no matter what Congress says, no matter what written federal law that's already been passed uh, says. So, um, I mean, we're seeing right before our very eyes, to me, uh, the nullification of federal law uh, by an administration that, that will not honor it. Let's take a pause here and hear from our sponsor, Ed Hoffman of Summit Funding, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, host of the main event right here on AM590 The Answer. I'm excited to tell you about my first book, Experience Matters, Here's Mine, available right now for pre-order at edhoffman.net. This book is for all of you who enjoy my advice on business, parenting, politics, and life in general. I'm sharing my life experiences to help you because it's like I always say, experience is the best teacher, especially when it's someone else's experience. In this book, you'll get stories from my life I've never talked about on the show, from growing up, from the early days of my career, and even from my time as a world champion competitive arm wrestler. True story. But if you listen to the main event, you'll recognize a lot of your favorite parts on the show in this book. Movie quotes, real estate investment advice, and of course, lots of politics talk from a conservative perspective. Here's what the one and only Dennis Prager said. Experience Matters is a treasure trove of practical advice. It has turned each one of his many varied and engaging adventures into a gem of wisdom. Read this book and profit. Then get your son or daughter to read it. Bribe them if you have to. That's how good and how much fun this book is. Pre-order Experience Matters. Here's mine by Ed Hoffman at edhoffman.net. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. Uh, my co-host this week is Agnes Gibney, and we're pleased to have on the line with us uh, Sheriff A.J. Lauderback from Jackson County, Texas. He's been telling us just 
that the even though it's maybe fallen off the news, the open border and the crisis of uncontrolled immigration is getting worse and worse and worse. And you can learn more about Sheriff Louderback at A J Louderback L O U D E R B A C K dot com. We're talking about the effects of illegal immigration, that, but it's, it's across the board. So you, there's an influx of more children into the government-run schools, the, the, into the emergency rooms, uh, if, for, particularly for lower-skill Americans. There's more competition for jobs, driving down their wages and taking jobs from them. It's, 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 it's a full route across the board of the effects of this mass, uncontrolled illegal immigration. Mm-hmm. Well, infrastructure expansion, uh, because of, of the amount of people, the pure number of people that are being brought in. When you're when you're mass uh, bringing in into the United States, whole cities, five to ten thousand. Uh, this 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 country is full of rural cities that are five to ten thousand people. We're bringing in complete cities uh, every day. Sometimes just in the morning hours, from eight to twelve, we're bringing in large cities that are coming in here. Uh, in our country, I, I don't know if the, if the American public, I hope they understand exactly what can happen to your hospitals, your schools, your infrastructure, every part, uh, whether it's your gas system, electrical systems, your housing issues, um, not to mention the the the, uh, the benefits and so forth that are that are going to be extended by this administration. This is billions of dollars of of, of a planned system to bring these people into the United States and release them under the care of NGOs, non-governmental uh, uh, organizations that, that operate, and many are paid by the federal government if you track the money uh, that's gone to Catholic charities, for example. I've talked to many Catholics who are unaware that their monthly dollar that they submit to the church, which is a tremendous, uh, tremendous gift to the churches here in this country, uh, I mean, it's a great thing, but that money is then turned around and used in areas that many of the people here in the United States do not know and do not understand on, on where the complete trafficking um, into the United States is actually accomplished today, mostly by non-governmental uh, and charity-type associations that are bringing these people into uh, into the United States. So most people have no idea of the truckloads. And I'll give you an example here just in the last eight days in Laredo, Texas, where uh, the city of Laredo is having to produce buses because Rio Grande Valley can't take the people. So imagine the scenario where you take 200 people and you get your buses that the city of Laredo uh, is paying for. Border Patrol and other NGOs will truck them to Laredo, and then from Laredo, they'll be put on another bus, and they'll be taken to airports in other cities here in Texas to be, to be flown to other states or other locations of which the NGOs do not disclose. So, I mean, this is this is going on every day. This is costing the city of Laredo millions of dollars, and they've been promised money from FEMA uh, to repay them. But these are costs. These are real costs every day from large uh, movements of humans every day here in Texas uh, in throughout the United States. So it's it's you know I, I don't uh, the, the messaging that has to go out to the American public is is when these people show up in your communities in your neighborhoods uh, 
Uh, I mean, you you I mean, you should be concerned. You should. Crime certainly is going up today. Crime is already going up. Uh, of course, our COVID numbers are going up, and why wouldn't they go up when you bring in a million people in the country from third world countries uh, where the, the 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 COVID issue is not as controlled as it is in the United States? Is it any wonder why? we would have those numbers go up here in the United States. And then that brings in your whole another round of government uh, government control, whether it's vaccination, closing your business, or any of these kind of things. So the immigration problem here in the United States is profound, uh, and it affects everyone as to what's going on. No country has a border operating the way the United States and the Biden administration is operating this border. No country operates this way. Uh, they can't, and they understand that. And so we're, we're faced with a, with a situation in the United States of, of unbelievable concern. Uh, we're, we're, we're struggling to find something to do. If you're not going to follow the law, if you're going to be lawless about it, uh, then in the United States we have a problem. We're, we're not sure what to do after that. And it's funny how Congress will fund walls and fences and border security in other countries But here, they don't work, and they're racist. You know, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Fox News just had an interview with Prime Minister of Hungary, Larry Tucker Carlson. And uh, they have a very secure, for a, a small country that I was born in, they put up chaining fence, they put barbed wires, another set of chaining fence and barbed wires. It cut down illegal immigration nine, over 95%. The question that I have for you, AJ, is what, if anything, is the Border Patrol doing or we're doing for all these millions of illegal aliens that have come into our country? Are they being tested? Some are being tested or not tested for COVID? Or is it just a free for all? Because most people do not understand the 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 how drastic, how severe the situation is because it hasn't affected them. And many people say, well, I haven't noticed any change. Well, you will very soon. But how many, if any, are being tested? Well, it's inconsistent, Agnes. The, the, the issue here is the two groups of people, if they're coming in and turning themselves in and seeking asylee status, many of those are being tested for covid the quarantine areas that they're being sent to have been overrun, though. So now what does Border Patrol do with the folks from the quarantine centers are overrun when there's too many? Mm-hmm. Uh, where are those people now going to? They're trying to find avenues for those. So those people who are who now have COVID, I'm told, uh, now have to be bused someplace else, um, which further aggravates the issue as they come into contact with more people. So the other portion that's coming into the country illegally, which those numbers are huge, um, those are the ones that we see in the bailouts, the ones who don't want to be caught, the ones who do not want to turn themselves into asylee status. They want to come in the country and be unknown uh, and operate in the shadows. Well, those those people are not being tested. They're, they're simply being they're simply being smuggled into the country. So it's it's no wonder that if if if, a, if an American family lost the loved one to COVID. They might want to ask yourself, I wonder why are our COVID numbers going back up when they were uh, when they were being controlled and we were in pretty good shape opening the country back up. And now we have a new spurge of that. Is it any wonder? Can how can it be tied to the million people that have come into this country and been dispersed throughout this country? 
So, um, you know, I didn't have COVID in the jail until I started housing illegals in the jail. The next thing you know, I have COVID um, because they're they're I mean they're they're not well, um, and, they're, and they're not tested, and they they don't they don't have that. So, you know, we we have those we have those situations that uh, you know that we're having to live with, and that's that's just another part of the issue uh, from the from a poor policy uh, from the Biden administration, which I don't think they care about. No, they don't care about it. And like I I believe it was you, Greg, that mentioned how uh, much infrastructure it's going to put on our education, medical system, and everything else. It's, It's a complete disaster. We are coming up against a hard break, and we've, uh, you've been very uh, generous with your time. If you can stick with us, we'll talk a little bit more about what's going on in the free state of Texas. If you, have to, if you have to leave us, you'll leave us with our profound thanks for what you're doing and for being on the show. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm going to have to leave, and, and, uh, but I would, uh, you know, each time you need, uh, want me to be on the show, well, just let me know, and I will uh, try and make that happen. Thank you so Enjoyed much. Enjoyed it very much. Thank you so much, Thank Adrian. You. I'll Thank see you in the <laughs> Thank you, Sheriff. Okay, and we... Absolutely. Thank you, and stay tuned for an exciting second half of Unite, i.e. Radio. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, host of the main event right here on AM590 The Answer. I'm excited to tell you about my first book, Experience Matters, Here's Mine, available right now for pre-order at edhoffman.net. This book is for all of you who enjoy my advice on business, parenting, politics, and life in general. I'm sharing my life experiences to help you because it's like I always say, experience is the best teacher, especially when it's someone else's experience. In this book, you'll get stories from my life I've never talked about on the show, from growing up, from the early days of my career, and even from my time as a world champion competitive arm wrestler. True story. But if you listen to the main event, you'll recognize a lot of your favorite parts on the show in this book. Movie quotes, real estate investment advice, and of course, lots of politics talk from a conservative perspective. Here's what the one and only Dennis Prager said. Experience Matters is a treasure trove of practical advice. It has turned each one of his many varied and engaging adventures into a gem of wisdom. Read this book and profit. Then get your son or daughter to read it. Bribe them if you have to. That's how good and how much fun this book is. Pre-order Experience Matters. Here's mine by Ed Hoffman at edhoffman.net. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen, where we annoy liberals and Democrats with truth, facts, and reason. Well, Prager and Gorka take the weekend off. <laughs> my, my name is Greg Britton with the Red Tea Party Patriots, and I'm joined by my co-host this week, Agnes Gibney, Angel Mom, and also part of the Redlands Tea Party Patriots. We had a great interview with Sheriff A.J. Lauderback from Texas about the uh, crisis and, and intentional man-made disaster of open borders and unlimited, uncontrolled immigration uh, in Texas. We don't, you don't see it, but they're, they are dispersing the illegal aliens all over the country, and they then impact the jails, 
the schools, the emergency rooms, services, because the children get all the, get a pineapple of welfare benefits, especially once the, once they have their first anchor baby here, then that child gets a you know, full range of benefits as an, as, as, as an American would. Um, so the effects are there, even if you don't necessarily see mass numbers of the big buses rolling down the freeway, uh, carrying the uh, illegal aliens. But let's turn our attention, and we have the. This is our final show before the recall election on September fourteenth, and uh, I never thought it would get this far. I, when, when they started this, I, you know, unless you got a lot of money in, it's, it's not going to qualify. And if it qualifies, it's not. You know, they're going to cheat to keep it off the ballot. And if it gets on the ballot, they're going to there'll be more election fraud, and they're, and they're they're going to win. Plus, it's just California, and they're going to it's a Democrat state. But you you know there is a real chance. I mean, it's, it's by far, it's by no means a, a sure thing. And I think some of our mm-hmm. people, in talking to some of our people in our in our sphere of influence, our bubble, if you will, are just assuming it's going that he's going to be recalled, and that's that is by no means a good assumption. So there's still time to get involved, and you can get involved at uh, you can make calls through the, our local county party. Uh, they have a calling program at sbgop.com. You can go to Recall Gavin 2020 and and a volunteer there, or at RescueCalifornia.org and. In, Make, make some calls or do whatever you can. If you can make 10 calls, make 10 calls. If you can make 20 calls, make 20. If you can do 100, do 100. And I know that we in the uh, Redlands Tea Party Patriots and our friends in the Inland Empire Liberty Coalition will have a final rally, get out the vote rally, on Monday evening the 13th at uh, 5 to 7 at the corner of Alabama and Lagonia. And you just remind people that, uh, you know, get out turn that ballot in. And I've been talking on a monologue here, but... The best way to make sure that your vote is counted and counted accurately is to take your mail-in ballot into the polling place, Absolutely. surrender it, and then vote on paper. Absolutely. I second that. Uh, we turned ours in yesterday, my husband, my daughter, and myself, and my, and my ballot, and um, do not take it for granted. Do not, please, I ask you, do not just say, oh, this is not, my vote is not going to make a difference. Take this seriously, people. This depend California's uh, future depends on this real on this recall, because if Gavin Newsom stays in, imagine the hell he's going to put us through from here on. If you think it's been bad so far, imagine from that point on. Right. If they have, uh, if he knows he's, he's he's in through at least twenty till the start till twenty end of twenty twenty two, then and not, not facing a recall, he. Who knows what he's going to do? They, yes. There were just a couple of bills uh, that were going to impose vax mandates in California in this last session of the legislature, and those those didn't those didn't get, those didn't pass. They didn't even come up for a vote, and I think in part because of this pending recall election. But once that's passed, I would not be surprised if Gavin Newsom is still there to have them call back in a special session and pass the vax mandates. And of course, we'll, by my digression, it's not really a vaccine. But no, let's, let's 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 defer that discussion at least at least uh, at least for the moment. Um, you know, the, our, the candidate that we support, you and I, and the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, as well as showing that in the polls is the leading alternative candidate to to Gavin Newsom is Larry Elder. Yes, go and, Larry Elder. <laughs> yeah. 
And as it, you know, whenever and you, you know who they're worried about and what they're worried about by who and what they attack. And they've been going after him, and we think it's comical when they call him the black face of white supremacy. Distasteful. But for, but for the for, but for their target audience, I don't think they're laughing. Mm-hmm. That's calculated. I mean, whatever our enemies are, evil, ruthless, unscrupulous. They are. They are. I mean, there are some dumb. There are some dummies. Um, AOC, for example. <laughs> but uh, they, generally speaking, our, our enemies are not dumb. It all gets calculated, and they're aiming for a target audience that let, you know. Don't be fooled. You know, don't be fooled by Larry Elder. They th- he may, may make some sense, and we don't. You don't have to stay Democrat. No. He's 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 a he's a white supremacist. So you need to vote Democrat. And we'll see whether that whether that kind of strat whether that kind of strategy strategy works. I believe that uh, Larry Elder has an outstanding job of becoming our next governor, and uh, I'm really rooting for him because without him, California will be completely lost. And we all need to stand behind a candidate. And not uh, have a chip on our shoulders that I'm hearing a lot. Well, one of you, uh, this candidate, uh, the supporter offended my candidate, so I'm not voting for Larry Elder because of that. Come on, people. We need to be grown-ups over here. We need to see what's best for California, who has the best chance of pulling this off, and who who works for us, who's not a career politician like uh, Newsom is, dictator Newsom. We need a change, and it depends on us. This is not time to hold a grudge. This is not time to play games. This is not time to be irresponsible. But sit down and take this election very, very seriously, because everything will depend on this. Yeah, I think Larry Elder will win question two. Who yes. should be the, who should be the replacement? And that's only a plurality. So who, if if the leading candidate has twenty five percent. That candidate wins 20%, 15%, whatever it is, whoever has the most votes. But the first question is, is, is the big one. And that's a majority vote in shall Gavin Newsom be recalled? Yes. <laughs> I, 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 I totally Please. agree. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And so I have two things. One is the election integrity. Is how much can they cheat? They certainly, we, we know the Democrats practice organized systemic vote fraud. How much can they cheat? In the, in the 2020 election, uh, the Republicans recaptured four House seats, very narrow. Some of them were very narrowly by even just a few hundred votes, but they, they recaptured them. And statewide, the big property tax increase ballot measure failed, and their Proposition 16, which they wanted to reinstitute and legalize racial dis- racial discrimination in in California, and that lost actually by a bigger margin than the original Prop 209 was passed in, in the 1990s. So there are, there are limits to how much vote fraud they can do. I'm not sure what, I'm not sure what, that, what that number is. And we saw some results come out in, in Arizona this week where the preliminary report showed that there were, I'm looking for the uh, 173,000 votes were, that were cast were lost, and there was another ninety-six thousand votes that they don't know where they came from, yeah, uh, and that and that was just in Maricopa County, and they have not, and the the county there, the county government, 
controlled by Republicans, by the way, interestingly, has kept the has they've not been able to get access to the electronic voting system and the routers to see what was done there. So just you're looking at 193, you're, you're almost you're, you're, you're pushing about 275 thousand votes just in Maricopa County and that and Biden only won the state supposedly by about 11,000. So you see that and you see just an example is the guy they found in California passed out in the parking lot of a 711 mm-hmm. with 300 ballots. Yep. In his car. And of course that's been totally dropped. How how did he end up with 300 ballots in his car? And of course if if this low level Democrat Party vote fraud operative has 300 ballots. How many more out there are just like him? But no. there are limits. So yeah, we should we shouldn't absolutely should not give up and say, well, it's 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 corrupt, it's rigged. There's nothing we can do. But we understand, you know, we're we start behind by some amount. We don't know how much. We just start behind because of of their vote fraud. Mm-hmm. It's a real problem, and I don't know exactly how uh, how to fix this because the corruption is so rampant. What I would suggest is how, how about if we just wipe out, clear all the registered vote, uh, voters, and for the next election, if you do want to vote, you have to come in with a valid California ID, with a valid passport, with a birth certificate, to register to vote and be issued a voter ID card. And those that are unable to vote in person, they, they would go through a rig- more rigorous, uh, checkpoint and be, uh, and mail their, think their, uh, ballots in. I think there's too many dead people voting. There's too many made up names. As you know, we got one at my parents, deceased parents. Uh, now, home. You're, now you're discriminating against the dead. Oh, I am so sorry. Please forgive me. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to discriminate against the dead, but some dead people are voting Democrat, which is really amazing, even if they were Republicans in real life. But yeah, yeah. yeah we need to clean this up because this we can't continue like this. How would it, it just takes our faith away in the system? It has taken away because we all know, most of us know that this last election in 2020 was rigged. Well, I think so. I, I th- you look at the polling data, and yeah, the last one number that you know is Rasmussen had about fifty-one percent think so it was it was, it was fraudulent. Uh, about seventy-five percent of Republicans and about thirty percent of of Democrats. And there's been, there's been some different numbers on that, but people. I think they know it's wrong. I mean, even if they're not quite sure that it was that it was stolen, mm-hmm. that they understand that it's just wrong when there are midnight ballot dumps of hundreds of thousands of ballots, one hundred percent or ninety seven percent for one candidate, when they won't let you watch. Yeah, when they won't let you watch, let the observers watch you count the votes. Why would that be if it was on the level? Why? And what the, the worst example was in Atlanta. Where they say, "Oh, we have this huge water lake. We're, we're shutting down for the night," and the media goes home. Most of the workers go home. Then they pull out the cases of ballots from under, the remaining workers. Pull out the cases of ballots from under the table to uh, to count them. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that if you weren't cheating? That's right. And, and again, amazingly, they're all for Biden, right? Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> hundred thousand all in one time. One hundred thousand votes for Biden. Yeah, right. Yeah. And Georgia, Biden yeah. supposedly won that state by about eleven thousand votes. Yeah. And 
so, so, you, so you see those things. And there's, there's lots of other things. I just read an article that someone had done a statistical analysis of the registr- voter registration in Pennsylvania. And the numbers weren't random. And they weren't what you would expect if there were actual real people voting because there are some months that the people that you have more births in typically and some months you have less births in typically. And there are a series of counties, 98%, 99% plus, that it was not a random, that it was, that it was not a random distribution of people naturally. That Those are their natural birth dates. Mm-hmm. These, were, these were fraudulent uh, voter registrations. And in fact, if... If you just scale back the 99% counties in, Pencil- in Pennsylvania, where it was at that, by, by 99% or more chance that this was not a random natural occurrence, back to only 98%, Trump would have won the state. Yeah. Is that, is, it's, it's that open and, and blatant. And so because they come back to California, which is total lack of any election integrity. Anybody can register to vote. You can register from any address. You can even just send in, you don't even need a real ballot. If you, if you just send in a scrap piece of paper that's been signed and saying no on recall, that's a ballot. That, that counts. That's a ballot. And they've, you need three Democrat election workers, almost all Democrats that work in those offices, have to say beyond a reasonable doubt that that signature is not valid for the vote to not count. And they go through them very quickly. So you go like, boom, boom. And doing these signature uh, verification, quote mm-hmm. verifications, unquote. So there's just that's just a couple a couple of examples of why there's no election integrity. So we have to win by more than whatever that margin of vote fraud that they can that they can generate. Uh, we're past time. Let's let's have a let's have a break here, and then we'll continue our discussion after this word from All Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly. The kings of wreck and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton, and my co-host this week is Agnes Gibney. We are talking about the pending recall election that's coming up, and one is make sure you vote. Make sure you vote. it's best to vote in person, turn in that mail ballot, and request a paper ballot and at the polling place or in the registrar's office and then vote that there. That is the best way to make sure that your vote is counted and counted accurately because one of the things that happens some, uh, not infrequently is they'll decide that your ballot needs to be adjudicated. Well, what did you really intend to vote? And again, you're going to have two Democrats are going to make that decision or there's a problem with the ballot. It's been fed in the wrong way or it's been torn. Oops, sorry about that. And it needs to be remade. And again, you can have typically two Democrats are going to be deciding, are going to be remaking your ballot. So the best way to avoid this, the best, the best, your best protection, not absolute, is vote in person on paper. 
One of the things that's, I think is key is this, and I watched, there was an interview, I, don't, I never watched the actual network, but it was posted on someplace, I don't remember where it was, was an interview on CNN with three white, liberal, female, long-term, de- long-time Democrats. They live in West LA, mm-hmm. where life is, still pretty, life is still pretty good. And that's one of the dichotomies in California now, is there's, for, for a lot of people, Life is good, and it's, you know, for, even more so for Gavin Newsom and his cronies. Life is good. Not so much if you're working man and woman, and you're trying to struggle to pay rent or pay the uh, pay the house payment, and, and the rising gas prices and high crime and lousy schools and terrible roads. And what's coming if he's re- if he's uh, if the recall fails? I expect to see draconian. Water rationing, as well as some point vax mandates and whatever else they can uh, they can they can think of, is that uh, they, they, these women they were all inclined they were either had were going to vote for the recall or they were seriously thinking about voting for the recall. And I remember one of them had said, "I just want to pay my work, go to work, pay my taxes, and not be accosted by homeless people on the street." So you, you have these loyal, and here's, and here's where I think this is really going to turn, this election, is Democrats are in, and Democrat-inclined uh, independent or no-party no preference voters is, yes, they've, they have reflexively voted Democrat, uh, they, either because of what they think the Democrat Party stands for and it doesn't really, or they just have, they have fear and loathing of Republicans, so whatever you know is I so that so there's no viable alternative for them. So are, seem I think the key is this: is will will these people? Okay, you this woman, the homelessness, and it's getting worse and worse and worse. And there's no indication there's any plan by the uh, by the by the Democrats to really do anything about it, other than just they will throw six hundred thousand, seven hundred thousand dollar per unit. Homeless housing, which is, of course, their supporters and their, their, their donors are, are making huge money off of that exorbitant housing, but not actually do anything such that your street, not Gavin Newsom Street, not Nancy Pelosi Street, are open sewers where it's not safe to walk. It's not mm-hmm. safe to, and, you know, there's some, you know, there's no, there's no homeless person using Gavin Newsom's front yard as a bathroom. That's right. <laughs> That is absolutely right. So will these people be able to trans crime, all these things, will they be able to, okay, I don't like what's happening here. I don't like how California is being governed. So I'm going to make a change. I'm going to go with somebody else. Or are they going to be able to be reflect? Oh, these are, these are Trump supporters pushing this recall. This is a Republican recall. Oh, and I don't, I, I don't, I don't like Republicans. Republicans are bad. Republicans bad. Democrats good. So I'm going to, so I'm just going to keep California going the way it is because I think Republicans are bad. And, or will they be able to look beyond that? And step beyond that. I, I I was at a Larry Elder rally on this past weekend. I'm from you there on Saturday out in no. Out in, okay. Anyways, I couldn't. so I, I was asked to speak for a few minutes. And I talked about the choices. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the voters have a choice, and we we, we have a choice here to what, what, how much work we're going to do in between now and then. But one of the choices were the, again the, the the people like this. Do you keep California going like it is? All the problems, and or do you 
If you don't like it, do you, t- do you make a change? Are, are things sufficiently bad, like in New York, in the, in the late 80s or early, whenever Giuliani came in? Things had gotten so bad in New York that they were willing to turn to a Republican who actually did a great job of cleaning up the city, reform, reforming the city, and making it into a good place. Mm-hmm. The people you could live and you could, walk, you could be safe and you could uh, do business there. And that, I, th- I, think, I think this recall election is largely going to turn on those voters in what choice they make. Mm-hmm. I, I completely agree. I think we're in a crucial time and people are very fed up of what's happening in the state. And you're absolutely right. One of the things that I found... See, Agnes, that's why I have you on the show. Oh, because I agree with you. (laughs) No, because I agree with you. No, because I agree with you. Uh, One thing that I think the Republican Party should have done and should do is counter their false advertisements. Because Elizabeth Warren came on the radio on on TV and said the the Trump Republicans wants to take your voting rights away. That's a fat lie. We don't want to take anybody's rights to vote. We want a fair voting system, period. But the Republican Party, unfortunately, did absolutely nothing to counter that. Right. Uh, the, the, the California Republican Party, the state party, is at best useless, and if not uh, aiding and abetting the enemy. I, I, I like the analogy. We're fighting an SS Panzer division, and while they are evil and ruthless. Mm-hmm. They are nevertheless dedicated and effective warriors for their cause. On our side, we have a bunch of Vichy French Republicans who would either rather who'd rather either be sipping wine in the cafe rather than fighting, if not collaborating with the Germans. Oh yes. And that and <laughs> And unfortunately, they, they are what they are. And I've had, this, I've had this discussion with a lot of people over the years on our side is we, we just need to take back the Republican Party. And I've been hearing that we just need to take back the Republican Party for more than 20 years. At but least. what are you doing at about least. it? Stop talking and, and start doing. Happened. And it hasn't happened. So my view is, and that's why I'm not a registered Republican, is we just need to go ahead forward ourselves. If and if the Republican Party comes along and does something useful, wonderful. I'm happy. To, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm happy to I'm happy to work with them. If not in total on everything, if they here one thing at one project, are we willing? Can we work together on that? I'm willing to do that. I'm happy to do that. Mm-hmm. Great. We need all we need all the all the all the help we can get. But uh, otherwise, you know, for example, school choice, the recall. No Republican, until the very, very end, there was no Republican Party support for that. And then even then, they, they, they got money and they spent most of the money on their, own, on their own salaries, their own stuff, not actual money for the recall. So they're largely useless, but we can throw up our hands and wring our hands about that, or we just go forward on our own and do what we can to uh, advance the cause and defend liberty in, in California. We've got about 30 seconds left, and I'll Can throw I say up- something real quick? Yes. Uh, this weekend, I would like to uh, remember all, the, all those that lost their lives on 9-11 and their families, servicemen, uh, providers, and everyone. May God bless this country, and let's keep us, may God protect us and keep us safe, and God bless everyone. It's an excellent way to end the show. Thank you, Agnes. We are on the show. We will definitely, we will definitely have you back. And tune in next week for another exciting edition of Unite, i.e. Radio.
When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, host of the main event right here on AM590 The Answer. I'm excited to tell you about my first book, Experience Matters, Here's Mine, available right now for pre-order at edhoffman.net. This book is for all of you who enjoy my advice on business, parenting, politics, and life in general. I'm sharing my life experiences to help you because it's like I always say, experience is the best teacher, especially when it's someone else's experience. In this book, you'll get stories from my life I've never talked about on the show, from growing up, from the early days of my career, and even from my time as a world champion competitive arm wrestler. True story. But if you listen to the main event, you'll recognize a lot of your favorite parts on the show in this book. Movie quotes, real estate investment advice, and of course, lots of politics talk from a conservative perspective. Here's what the one and only Dennis Prager said. Experience Matters is a treasure trove of practical advice. It has turned each one of his many varied and engaging adventures into a gem of wisdom. Read this book and profit. Then get your son or daughter to read it. Bribe them if you have to. That's how good and how much fun this book is. Pre-order Experience Matters. Here's mine by Ed Hoffman at edhoffman.net. AM 590, the answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.